Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast with Melissa Hurt. Here's where I'll be helping creatives get through mindset blocks, step into wellness and self-care practices, and overcome imposter syndrome so that you can live genuinely as a creative person, putting your greatest gift out into the world. Hello, and welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Today's episode is brought to you by award-winning author Jules Nelson. Go check out Jules's work. Today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about a phrase that I've been hearing quite a lot that I'm really just now starting to understand. That phrase is, trust the process. Now, maybe you've heard that before in a range of different applications. I've heard it as an actor. I've heard it as a triathlete. And those are two very different worlds. But what does it mean? Well, I took a step back and I analyzed what is the similarity between an actor and a triathlete? And both of them are about putting in hours and hours and hours of exploration, experimentation, and quite frankly, rehearsal, or you can call it a workout if you're a triathlete. And really, it's all working towards one final product where you show up and you do it. Both of those have a process that's arduous. It can be physically taxing. It can be very exhausting. But you have to show up to do it regularly so that you are able to show up and bring the goods on the day that you're supposed to. So whether that's opening night or whether that's the day of the race. What I've come to know about the process, ironically, I didn't really figure out until I became a triathlete, which is ironic because I had been an actor since I was, gosh, 16 years old. I even wrote a book on actor training. I understand actor training deeply. But I had a different perspective of it when I became a triathlete because I began to understand that the rehearsal or the workout or the stuff you put into the mix day after day after day is all about getting to know yourself in a variety of circumstances. Now, why is that important? We are different every day. I think we know that. But... Our emotions are different. Sometimes you wake up in a good spot. Sometimes you wake up and we're just feeling heavy and maybe a little sad and we don't know why. Maybe our body is tired. Maybe we didn't eat well that day or maybe we're just feeling stressed about life itself. All of those will have a biochemical response in your body and they will change your outlook on what you're doing and on the course of the day. But you have to carry on, don't we? We have to still do the work. We have to do the rehearsal. So if you're an actor in the rehearsal studio, you have to learn your blocking. You have to explore different scene dynamics. You've got to learn your lines. And you've got to learn your lines in relationship with the blocking and with other people. And maybe pausing for an audience response if it's known that it will more than likely happen there, but also knowing what to do if there is no audience response. You're really preparing yourself for the gamut. 
And eventually, as an actor, you come to seal the deal with how you understand the work itself. You have, let's call it a code that you follow, which is the set blocking. That's how you move in the space, by the way, if you don't know what blocking is. You understand where your entrances and your exits are. You know your lines. Director says, we're going to start with scene six. You will know what's happened before and what's going to happen after and where you need to be in your psychological reality as the character to, as truthfully as possible, show that scene and and play it through. But you can't know that until you've gone through the work again and again and again and again. And every time you go through the work, you have got to keep an open mind to the process. What am I realizing about this moment? What happened when I played around with this vocal inflection? What response did I get? And you're always playing. You're playing and you're staying curious to find new ways to understand the scene, yourself, the other actors, whatever it is. And then opening night comes and you have to trust the process. So again, what does that mean? You have to trust that maybe if the theater is a little bit more humid that day and you're sweating through your costume, well, guess what? You probably had rehearsals where you were sweating through your clothes because you rehearsed for two months and maybe it was really hot one week. You know how to show up despite being hot. So you say, oh, I've done this before, and you carry on. Or maybe you show up opening night, and for some reason, you tripped up on a line. Maybe it was because someone shouted out in the theater, or their phone rang or something, and it just kind of caused you to pause. Well, guess what? I bet you tripped up on lines in rehearsal, and you know how to breathe and carry on. In those ways, the process shows up for you and says, listen, we've done this. We've done this in a range of circumstances. Carry on, stay present, and stay focused on the work itself. As a triathlete, and I'm gonna share the triathlete experience because then it does carry back over into the creative process. What I've learned as a budding triathlete is that even though my body is tired, I still have to get in my training so that I can improve my heart rate. I can learn how to breathe better. I can get my feet to move faster. I can build up muscular strength and conditioning and stability in my joints. I can't get those gains unless I put in the work. And so I'm training my legs how to run 3.1 miles even though my legs are tired from riding my bike two days prior. Well, guess what? In the race, my legs are going to be tired. So they're going to have to remember how to perform even when they're tired. And so my mentor in my triathlon journey taught me to over distance. And that's what I tried this summer. I might try something different uh, next year, but that's what I tried. And I understood the point of it because let's say I'm going on a run for five miles. Now for a race, a sprint triathlon, I'm only required to run 3.1 miles. But let's say in my training, I'm doing five miles and my legs are tired because it's the end of the week. If I were to do that 
every week for say four weeks and then I have a race the following week, by the time I get to the run part of the race, my body is like, girl, we've got this. We're only doing 3.1. We're used to doing five. So I trust the process and that muscle memory and that spiritual commitment to the thing itself kicks in and I can rely on that. To me, that is trusting the process. It's knowing that I've put in the work. I have reignited faith in myself that I am able to do this thing. And that when it's game day, opening night, whatever it is that we're doing that we're working towards, the craft itself is rich because we have been investing into it. It's like, think of it as a garden. If you never water your garden, then why on earth would you expect the flowers to grow? But if you water it, if you get curious about the soil and you turn it over and you fertilize it, maybe you're even getting to the point where you realize which flowers grow better when they're side by side versus on opposite ends of the garden plot. You're really getting curious about it. That work you put into the thing itself will result in a bountiful garden. That's trusting the process. Let's talk about this and other creative endeavors. If you're a writer, write every day. Then we know what it's like to write when you're tired. We know what it's like to write when we're feeling dry. Let's say we show up to write and we're like, I got nothing to say. Well, then write about that. But write 500 words about that. And the more that you are in service to your craft, and you're showing up to put in the work, it's like putting fertilizer on the garden. You don't know if it's going to make it grow, but in a week's time, you will see the results. So show up and start writing when you're dry, and then maybe it's a week of doing that, that all of a sudden something will kick in and the process will say, thank you, thank you. We needed that little bit of agitation, that friction, that moving through the writer's block, which was arduous and just didn't feel good, but you moved through it, and now we can flourish. And then you'll be writing the thing that feels right for you because you pushed on and you kept going and you trusted your process enough to see it through. If you're a dancer, Dance when your body is sore. I know that dancers, I'm sure they do this anyway, but dance, just show up and dance. Maybe your shoes aren't in the best condition and you need to get new ones. Well, put some tape on them and go anyway, but dance. You've got to show up and move. Try different styles of dance. Try something completely different and out of the box, but just show up and do the thing itself. If you're a singer, sing when you're sad. If your voice is tired, then hum. Don't sing, but just hum. And then you're still cultivating that commitment to breathing practice as you sing and hum. Regardless of what your craft is and of what this thing is that you are in service of, you've got to show up. You've got to show up and do it and play with it. Be curious about it. Something that's helped me so much as a new triathlete that I am now carrying over into everything I do 
is this idea of being curious about yourself even when it feels uncomfortable. We're so used to dropping out when we feel discomfort because we're like, ugh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. No, stay curious. Well, then how do I show up even when I don't feel great about this? If I am doing a run and it's an interval run and I've got 15 seconds left of an interval and I just want to stop, be curious. Well, what happens if I don't? How do I feel at the end of 10 more seconds? I'm not going to know until I do it. So similarly, let's all go back to being a writer. If you are aiming to write 500 words a day and you're only at 350 and you just want to stop because your eyes are tired, you just got nothing in the tank, just keep writing. Just keep going. It's 150 words. What happens at that 75th word? Maybe it turns around. How will I know unless I keep going? Because the more that we, again, cultivate the process, the more it will show up for us in the end. And really everything is a process, right? So once we have opening night, once we have race day, once the book gets published, that's not the end of it. It's actually the beginning of the next chapter. Because now you're in performance mode and maybe you're auditioning for the next thing at the same time, which is pretty much the norm for actors. Maybe you've published the book and maybe you're doing interviews and marketing for it, but you're actually still developing the next book that you're about to query to editors. It's always going, right? And so the more that you tend the process, the more the process becomes the path. And it's what your life becomes. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that it helps you. I bring that to you from my heart because it's something that I just now really started to understand and I love it and it energizes me and I hope it energizes you. Reach out to me if you have any questions about this, any comments about this, and I want to know what is your process? How does it feel like? And maybe I can offer you some advice on how to make it feel more enriched and playful. You can reach out to me at www.melissahurt.com. Just go to that contact tab and click it and send me an email and I will write you back. Take care of yourselves, guys. Keep in it. Your work is so important and we need you. We need your art. We need you to create your best life because you have so much to offer. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a positive review.